You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. To make a positive change in the nation We're inviting you to partake in conversation To raise your vibration It's the day that we will all celebrate All of our peeps that make the thing elevate Watch the negative fade away Cause it's the day with Trey Grand rising everyone Welcome to the day with Trey I'm your host Trey Holiday. We got a marvelous Monday in the works for y'all Because we are kicking off our Reign of Style Takeover That's right, all week we're going to be featuring Some amazing hairstylists, beauticians, cosmetologists Educators, product designers, producers, hosts I'm telling you, we're showcasing so many folks From the Reign of Style Hair Show Right here in the Pacific Northwest They have been doing this for years And I'm so excited that today Today, I get to kick off this takeover with the producer of the entire show. Aisha Ellisa Sim is here with me. And then later on in the show, I get to talk to Miss Gia Jones, really somebody who has been a pioneer in the hair world here in Seattle and beyond. I'm excited to have both of them here. But of course, you know, it is the top of the show, y'all. So it's a perfect time to tag and share this stream. That's right. Participate with us by tagging and sharing the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day With Trey. If you can't watch our TV show, we still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day With Trey. You'll find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, whichever one is your favorite. Go ahead and search for us. You'll find us there. Well, I also wanted to kick off this week. We know on the 14th, lots of folks love to celebrate love. So I just wanted to start the week off with my love is dope hoodie. Of course, this is another local brand. You can find it. Just search for Love is Dope. You will find them. They are doing some great things and they have some great products. Shout out to my producers out here getting things done when it comes to designing for fashion, for for film, for TV. I'm seeing y'all because some folks don't even know that we got folks that are producing a bunch of different set design, a bunch of different things. I'm just costumes, wigs. I've seen so many things in the last couple of weeks with a little bit of behind the scenes. Hopefully I can show you some of that soon too. Uh, so shout out to all of you out there that are really putting on for the Pacific Northwest in such a dope way. And that leads me to who's coming up next. We got Aisha Ellis Asim, who's here. Also somebody putting it down for the Pacific Northwest in a dope way. What's up, Aisha? Hi, Trey. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here today with you. Yeah, no, this is exciting for me too. I mean, we've been working on this takeover for a minute. Yes. And it's so beautiful because as soon as I learned about Raina's style, I'm like, what can we do? We can showcase different mm -hmm. artists, different hairologists, different yes. cosmetologists, <laughs> like those who have been putting on in the Pacific Northwest and you bring them all together in this amazing show. So I got to start with you. I really okay. want to hear about your journey into the world of hair. Tell us more. Okay. Um, so I have been a licensed cosmetologist for about 20 four years now. Um, I went to uh, Greenwood Academy out in Northgate, which it's been closed for a while now. It was an Aveda concept uh, school. Um, 
I went in the evening because I had to work, you know, during the day. Um, when I first got out of school, I worked with um, Trina at Another Bad Creation, um, and she just kind of helped groom me. I was her assistant. Um, after that, I worked in um, a salon with um, a lot of seasoned stylists that really helped groom me, that, you know, taught me everything. Um, Nikki, Angie Johnson, um, they were just amazing to help me bring me in and show me um, just all of the techniques that you don't really know about. Uh, after that, I worked in multiple salons and then I opened up my own salon. I've had it now. Uh, next month will be 16 years. Life Salon is the name of my salon. And um, during that journey, I loved going to shows. I love going to hair shows, going to classes, just getting that additional education um, that I felt like wasn't here. Um, so going to those shows, just it brought an excitement to me, just learning new techniques, just seeing um, just the excitement that people have uh, for hair and beauty. And um, I'm telling you, God gave me this, this dream of having this hair competition here in Seattle. And I remember going to one competition here in Seattle. Um, it was downtown in a hotel. I know like, um, a couple of stylists that I knew. I know like, uh, Candace and Lisa and all those guys were there and it was amazing. But just that feeling that you get from a show is something that I just loved. And, um, when he said do it, I actually did it scared and all, but, um, that first show was amazing. And here we are getting ready to have our 10th annual show. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> 10 years producing this, it says a lot in terms of your dedication to it. But I also, yeah. I also think that there's something so special about how hair and beauty are such a part of, of culture, oh, definitely. Um, especially black culture. Tell us more about that connection that you've been able to experience in all the years of producing the show. Um, yeah, that experience, I think, I think also just with being a hairstylist too, you get that connection with your clients of being able to, um, just make them feel beautiful, make them feel like their best selves. Um, and that's just what, what we get to do as stylists, what we get to do as makeup artists, barbers, just whatever it is we get to actually pour into our clients' lives, um, just our point of views and get to hit, listen to them and hear them out. Um, and then as far as just the culture goes, like it's an expression of ourselves. It's an expression of who we are. Um, what's important to us and how we feel. And um, I think that that comes through our hair. And in many ways, we get to show just like the beauty of who we are um, through our hair. And a lot of people don't have that, that opportunity like we do. Yeah, it's yeah. very unique to us. Yes. And it's also so historical. Yes. You know, when we think about the, the thousands of years, I think that we've always mm -hmm. had something very special and unique about our, how we style ourselves. Yes. Our hair has been such a part of that. Mm -hmm. And so there's this lineage, too, that you're really adding to when you think about it in that perspective. How does that resonate with you when you think about, whoa, you know, now I'm contributing to this thing that was way beyond me, way before me? Um, it's an amazing feeling. Like for me, um, the connection that I had with the stylist that helped groom me was 
was great. Like it was something that was needed. I wouldn't be in the position that I am now if I did not have that. And so that's one of the main things that I wanted to do with the show is make sure that we are keeping that community and to be able to say like, oh, I've known this hairstylist for 20 plus years, or I actually met this hairstylist when she was in school. And now she is like the top hairstylist in Seattle right now, or just for, um, stylists that have told me that the hair competition is just like what made them want to get into hair or that they, you know, were in the show when they were in school. And just to be able to build that community with each other, it's been um, an amazing journey, actually. Yeah. Well, that says a lot, too. I think about, you know, uh, the closeness and the, that collective mindset, you know, yes. right? Just kind of always think about the village. You know, it's like we come from like the traditional original societies were like these village societies. And so we bring that back in ways that really resonate with us now, which is so key, I think, to how we experience one another in community. So I love hearing that. But it sounds, too, that you have this real heart for giving back and really uplifting and providing opportunities for stylists who are coming up. Tell us more about that and how maybe you've taken some time to dedicate some of your energy in that regard. Yeah, definitely, definitely taking a lot of uh, time and energy with, with this competition and just some of the other things that we do. So like along with the show, we do um, like Beauty in the Business Educational Series. We have our main awards. Um, that is a community choice, you know, nomination that people can do. And so these are things that we do just to make sure that like stylists, um, people in the beauty industry are educated about business, educated about um, life insurance, about um, just what type of, you know, structure your business should be in. There are things that we know here. We know how to do that, you know, but um, there's other things that we just may not have all the information about. So like those educational classes to me are extremely important because as a business owner, there was a lot of things that I had to learn on my own or that I felt like I could do on my own. Um, but making sure that we are being taught those things are very important to me. And then with the main awards, like making sure that people are acknowledged for what they are doing, like. I feel like I am like half therapist, half hairstylist, you know, and I feel like most hairstylists feel that way or barbers feel that way. You you build a connection with your stylist, you know, that with your clients and they share with you their whole lives. And um, being able to actually like make sure the community has an opportunity to say like, oh, no that person is the best stylist out here. What they do is impeccable, you know, and I feel like they should be honored. So that was very important to me to also do. Um, we did that during COVID and it was amazing to be able to still make sure that they were getting that type of acknowledgement why we weren't able to do the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we've had to shift and pivot. I mean, COVID has really shown us that, but so have so many other things. And I think it always bodes um, back to, again to this like resilience of, you know, black culture in general. Like so much of it has been that we thrive when it seems like we shouldn't. Yeah. And so I love hearing that and that kind of connection there where, you know, young folks can really cement themselves too in the culture, but also be there to learn from others and that that exchange is happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, pouring into to young folks is such a 
a key element that keeps us driving our community forward in the face of us being displaced. And, you know, now we're all spread out all over the place. But having things like this really become anchors in community again. So huge shout out to you. I know we're going to be connecting throughout the week. So I'm so excited that you're here to join me throughout this takeover journey this week. And thanks again for all that you've been doing. Of course, I got to give you time because folks out there know and heard a lot and they may want to get those tickets. They want to figure out when is this. Go ahead and look right there. Let them know how they do all that. Yes, you guys, um, please come out and support the show March 3rd, um, which is a Sunday at the Seattle Center in the Exhibition Hall. You can get tickets on our website, which is reignofstyle.com. So R-E-I-G-N-O-F-S-T-Y-L-E. Tickets are $10 right now, which is an amazing price. Tickets will go up. So go ahead and get those right away. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Aisha, thank you so much for joining me. We'll be talking throughout the week. Yes, we will. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, y'all, she done set us off in the right way. I'm so excited to continue with this takeover because up next, we got Gia Jones in the building. We're going to be talking all about the ways that she's contributed to this show for many years. Y'all don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Seattle Opera presents X, the life and times of Malcolm X. The story of one of the most misunderstood figures in U.S. history comes to McCall Hall for an exceptional night at the opera. Pulitzer Prize-winning composer Anthony Davis produces an American classic with influences from classical music, jazz, pop, blues, and more. Don't miss X, the life and times of Malcolm X, February 24th through March 9th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Gia Jones. What's up, Gia? Hi. Oh, it's so good to have you with me. All today. right. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, you have been in here for a long time. I just want to get some of the background. What got you in? Where was your beginning? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, um, I was in the school to work program. So I started beauty school at 16. And, you know, as a young person, you know, you're just trying to figure out what skills you have. And for me, you know, I didn't like my hair. Right. I didn't appreciate my red curly locks. Um, And I really don't come from a background of hair. You know, um, my people are civil servants or in construction. So, you know, I didn't have a mentor that way until I actually got to beauty school. And I've been doing hair now for 35 years, 36 years, class of 88. Wow. Yay. Uh, Seattle Central Cosmetology School, also known as Seattle Vocational School of Cosmetology. And um, so that's that's where I am, you know. Well, I'm glad that you, you know, you got into the game because yes. you've been able to really support others throughout the journey. Yes. Um, so tell us a bit about some of those, you know, structures that you've had in your career. I know you've been a stylist, you've been an educator. Tell us a little bit more about the progression of yourself in the industry. Yes. Well, in my career, I've worked uh, in salons and um, they have been employee based and then um, Brenda Jenkins, BJ's Beauty Supply, who was a, a business mentor, right? Suggested I come and uh, rent space from her. And that took me on the journey of being self-employed. And I can tell you that um, in the field of cosmetology, the beauty industry, 
It's self-empowering individuals, family, community. Um, I don't know where I would I've been without it because I've, you know, supported myself, supported others, been able to give back. Um, and yes, I was an educator at Seattle Vocational Institute. Um, it was my mentor, Patricia Valentine. As we all know, we love Miss Valentine. She encouraged me to be an instructor because uh, she saw how um, I wouldn't want to say change my life because I was so young. I didn't really know that um, how it was going to affect my life. But again, um, being able to support myself, support my family, support others, support the community um, has really, um, you know, affected me in ways it's, it's hard to describe. There's so many things, There's so many things. Well, you know, so much of that is really, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, finding the community, right? Yes. Um, and really creating community through, you know, a shared value, right? Like everyone's like, okay, we value the fact that we can do something special with hair, right? Yes. We can connect to clients. We can be there for folks when they're doing these different types of celebrations in their lives. Yes. What are some of those peaks for you as you look at back on your career um, that really were significant or impactful for you? and some of the ways that you've been able to, to, to give and pour into your clientele? Well, again, um, contributing to people's uh, personal relationships with their families and their, their um, how I want to say, um, <laughs> sorry, no, no. Um, their, their moments in life, you know, weddings, graduations, prom, you know, because you were dealing with, people's uh, vanity, right? Because people want to look good. But also one thing that's always been profound with me is being a wellness keeper. Mm -hmm. I and other stylists and people um, who are service providers are wellness keepers. We see our clients all the time. We develop these relationships and we can tell when something's off, you know, um, when they're not feeling well, when they should get, um, you know, medical attention, mm -hmm. you know, we might be their first, um, the, their first idea that maybe they could think about that, you know, think about, oh, well, maybe I should see a doctor. Maybe I should pay more attention to that because everything comes out through your hair. I'm, I'm a hairdresser, right? Licensed cosmetologist. Yes. But I deal with mo mostly hair and everything in the body you can see through your hair. Yes. You know, um, skin, um, you know, thinning, things like that, which would tell what's going on inside the body. And so again, you know, when I was educating at the beauty school, that's one of the things that I brought up being a wellness keeper, pay attention, pay attention to your clients and, um, and it will give back so much to you because, you know, not only do they give you love and the credit and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it's just a good feeling knowing that you have that ability to um, to care for people. Well, I never even thought about the connection between our well-being and mm -hmm. our hair and yes. how interconnected they really were. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Mm -hmm. I think that's also something to be said for uh, not only the, the the wellness of people's actual physical bodies, but also 
their mental well-being. Yes. I mean, you know, we were talking earlier, you know, sometimes it's like as a hairstylist, you know, as someone who's a hairdresser, mm -hmm. you're there dealing with folks and they're pouring into you and telling you about what's going on with them. And so yes. there's this deeper connection that you're also able to maintain. So I really appreciate you uh, talking about the interconnection of their well-being. Mm -hmm. I never even thought of that. But 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 tell us a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, so um, many times, you know, our clients can come in sad, you know, they're dealing with whatever grief, uh, you know, especially grief now during COVID. Mm -hmm. So many people have died. So many of my clients, family members have died. And, you know, um, when you're going through grief, sometimes you're not taking care of yourself. So you come in and, you know, myself and my colleagues, we, we, we're taking care of you. Mm -hmm. And, and then they leave with, um, a smile on their face, feeling better, um, you know, exhaling, right. And they're ready to go and, and take stuff on. And that, that, that means a lot to me, you know, because for me, my journey sure went from business and I've scaled down, you know, because I want to retire. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, what happens is, is that you still have the connections. I've been doing uh, my clients, their family, their family members for like 30, 25, 20 years. And you see a lot. You see a lot. And uh, it's so funny because people, they're like, well, you can't retire. You know, like, I got to I got to still sit in your chair. Well, what about me? What about me? And you don't really understand how important you are to people. And, uh, I really, you know, I appreciate that. Keeps me going. Keeps yeah. me going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a symbiotic relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Cause they're pouring into you, you're pouring into them. It's right. symbiotic. Absolutely. Um, but I, I want to just dive into the decades that you've been in the business. And I go back to my grandma. My grandma was Jerry curl queen in the eighties, Ruth right. holiday. Almost yeah. anybody who had a Jerry curl was in one of her uh -huh. chairs. And she had that shop right on Union. And I grew up there, right? Mm -hmm. And all of me and my cousins, like all everybody, we had Jerry Cross because that's yeah. what Grams was doing. Yeah. And I think about the eras of hairstyle, you yes. know, of styling hair. Mm -hmm. And the different decades bring on different techniques or different approaches to right. hairstyles mm -hmm. that I think have also been something that is a sign of the times, right? People look at fashion. They look at hair yes. um, as some and music as some of the biggest ways to identify a specific decade. Tell yes. us a little bit about how you have progressed through the differences. Well, what people are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, people are ultimately looking for healthy hair, yeah. you know, and to be maintaining their hair. Uh, yes, uh, the decades when I was going to beauty school, Jerry curls, the <laughs> pink and blue rods it, were <laughs> prominent. And, um, by the way, I heard that was coming back anyway. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised. That's uh, right. Um, uh, at least the curly look. Um, I really find that trends really repeat themselves, you know, fashion repeats themselves, even, uh, with makeup. And um, from head to toe, you see it repeating themselves. I'm really hoping that shoulder pads for men and waistcoats don't come back. That was a trend of the 80s. Um, uh, but uh, and biker shorts right. with their shirts tucked in. No, but um, I really think that um, trends repeat themselves. I being in the um, fashion beauty industry for so long. That's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And, um, but mostly people, people want 
a healthy head of hair and a good haircut. The basis of all fashion and good hair is a good haircut. Don't forget that. There we go. Right. Well, well, you know, it, it brings me into how you've contributed to Reign of Style mm -hmm. over the years and your connection to this amazing hair show. Tell us what got you first connected and why you continue to be a part of it. Well, in the beginning, I was a fan. For the first couple of years, I was in that audience sharing it along. And I really appreciate um, Aisha for bringing that kind of show to the Northwest. Um, we need to see the upcoming talent. We need to uh, know that uh, there are different avenues for the hairstylist because one of the things that the hair show brings is that presentation of um, the hair abilities, and that can go into theater, in the movies, you know, in fashion magazines. And we need to be able to display that kind of um, talent. Uh, like I said, first I was a fan. Um, and then while working at um, Seattle Vocational Institute, brought the school in there for a few competition. And then this is my fourth year judging. So I really appreciate that because I, um, I feel like I bring, um, as a judge, um, I'm looking for, uh, technique. I'm looking for overall, um, presentation and, of course, uh, being able to execute in a timely manner. And, um, I really appreciate that, um, one, I'm asked to do it. I really love that part. And, uh, I appreciate the fact that, um, there are so much young talent, you know, and um, Aisha and her team work really hard. They work really hard to bring the show, um, you know, whether it be the advertising, the going out and the recruiting of the talent. Um, that's a, a really a big job. It's a big job because people don't always want to display their art and they're so talented. There's so much talent out here. Yeah. So we need to display it. We need to go and support it. There it yes. is. Uh -huh. Well, Gia, thanks so much for bringing your brilliance to Reign of Style. I appreciate uh, that. And also for being such a great pioneer here for us when it comes to hair care. Thank we you. appreciate everything you've given. Thank thanks you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Y'all, okay. uh, look, I'm telling you, uh, the Reign of Style takeover, this is the first day of it. Of course, I'm going to wrap up this first day right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. What's up, Seattle? Rose City. Big Boise. Spokane. C-Town. I see you every weekend on Back to Besa. And of course, I'm bringing you stories from all over the PNW. You already know your girl's keeping it real everywhere I go. And of course, you can stream current episodes right now on the Fox Local app. Available on your smart TV. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great first episode of this Reign of Style takeover this week. I'm so excited that my guests, Aisha Ellis-Asim and Miss Gia Jones, were both here in the building with me. And when I tell you the inspiration abounds today, y'all, it's going to continue throughout the week because we have more folks coming through from the Reign of Style show. And this is the chance for you to, we're going to pull that flyer up again so you can just see it again. 
again, make sure that you are getting your tickets now. Bring your kids so they can get inspired. You never know. They may see a style they want on a special day for them, or they may find that they really have so much of an interest. They're ready to start trying some things out now. The great thing about hair care is that as a young person, you get to start doing it on your friends. The next thing you know, the word spreads. If you got good styles, if you know what to do with those hands, you never know who might be up in your chair. So this is a great anchor in our community to bring folks together when it comes to all of the amazing things that can be done with hair. So please make sure not only are you getting your tickets, but you stay tuned throughout the rest of the week as we bring on more uh, hairstylists, more salon owners, folks who have been a part of this show for years. I'm looking forward to uplifting their stories here on The Day with Trey. You know I'm inspired by what they share. I want you to be inspired too, because however you have to, there's a way for you to see yourself as a part of the solution, as Miss Aisha and Miss Gia have, and they've proven it to you today. We're going to continue this great conversation throughout the week, but thanks for watching. And you know, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.